You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Just saying, featuring conversations on love, sex, and relationships from three sassy ladies. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, Just Saying. Good evening. Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Diane Valentine. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for hanging with your three favorite girlfriends on Friday night. That's right, for some happy hour conversation. So let me introduce you to my girls tonight, because I got a little surprise for you. To my immediate left, the beautiful, my girl, Mrs. April Daniels. Hi. And Jennifer is still not with us tonight, so we got a special guest in the studio tonight. That's right, Mr. LaShawn Daniels. Now, let me tell y'all just a little bit about LaShawn Daniels in case you don't know who he is because you need to get familiar if you don't. So he is a man after God's own heart. Absolutely. First and foremost, he is an amazing husband and father. Now, I'm just going to say it sounds like his wife wrote that, but it's all good. <laughs> he was born. <laughs> he's from Newark, New Jersey. Brick City, stand up. The Bricks, right? Everybody the Bricks. He's one of five. He's one of five siblings to oh, yeah. First Lady Daniels and the late Bishop Levi Daniels. My God. God rest his soul. <laughs> yes. Now, he's a multi-Grammy Award winning and multi-Dove Award winning artist. All right. But look, check this out. He has over 250 million, 250 million records sold in his library. And he is one of the most respected and trusted songwriters of our time. We are blessed to have you. Welcome, Sean. No, you know we out here. That's what I want to say. That's what I want to start off by saying is that we out here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows. (laughs) <laughs> and the most, I guess the most important title is he is the other half of America's Favorite Couple. Oh, yes. yes. That got America's Favorite Couple with y'all yes. tonight. <laughs> Look, my voice is out of control today. Right. I don't know what we did to deserve it, but we glad yeah. you're here. Look, I know what I did to get him here, but <laughs> that's a whole nother story. No, that, that was the front end. We do, you, I need my back end tonight. <laughs> all right, all right. I just want to know, can we just finally get some scoop on the tricks now that both of y'all are here? <laughs> April don't be sharing nothing, Sean. I told them I'm trying to stay married for 35, Listen, 40 stay years. The way y'all be on the Swiss Alps and, and got uh, cool minty leaves running down your back. I know how you and Dame do it. Shoot, y'all ain't figured it out right out there in Africa by yourselves. <laughs> you can get lonely in the desert. Oh, yeah. You gotta get creative. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Since it's happy hour, of course, you know we got to have a little cocktail tonight. Uh, Jennifer's not with us, but we still got us a little bit of saucy cider tonight. (laughs) Saucy cider. Saucy cider. It's saucy because we just had some apple cider and we chilled it for an extra couple of hours. We know that sauce is real, so we don't want y'all to think... The real sauce is in here <laughs> because sauce is heavy in these streets right now. Yes, yes. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Sean, thank you for being cheers. here with cheers. us. Out here. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yummy. Mm-hmm. I love Cider water. Is good, though. Cider is so good. Whenever I have it, I feel like it's a celebration. It really should be. Right? It, it gives me holiday festivals. <laughs> That's what it gives me. <laughs> now, you guys, tonight's track, the music you are listening to, is called We Can Taco About It. We Can Taco About It. Taco About It. It's produced okay. by KYL. Now, Sean, your ears are sensitive, so we want to know what you think. I can't, you know, a shout to KYL. We out here, Taco. I don't really know what that's all about. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? We out here. Get to it. Let's get to it. <laughs> all right. So if you are a songwriter, a producer, um, a musician, and you got a track and you want us to feature it on Just Saying, make sure you send it to us. Send us an email at justsayinglive at gmail.com. And if you lucky... April might take it home to her baby dad. <laughs> Change yes. your whole situation. Oh, Change your whole situation. <laughs> you going to have our emails popping. <laughs> <laughs> Don't y'all listen to Diane. She get you in trouble. Oh, have mercy. Now, if you want to hear some stuff, I'm going to give you some just heard. Don't, hear, don't listen to Diane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's been it's been a busy week. It you has. know, um, I know I'm getting over my little, uh, you know, I was having too much fun over the weekend. And so I'm kind of paying for it. screaming got you hooked. <laughs> All that screaming. <laughs> out there. But, you know, the Golden Globes just passed. And, yes. you know, it was a very big night for Black Hollywood. Yes. Our girl Taraji, she took home Beautiful. for Beautiful. Uh, the best uh, drama TV series, yes. best actress. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kudos to her. I mean, it's amazing just to see one of our own, it you is. know, step up it and, and be, uh, you know, uh, rewarded and, and to just uh, get their accolade and, you know, another notch and achievement on their belt. But one thing that disappoints me is why does it always take us to have to be a crackhead, <laughs> yes. a drug dealer uh-huh. uh, to, to get mm. it? Like, a pimp. It, right. Like, I, I don't understand what, what that's about. And a she kind of, yeah. <laughs> For 12 years. Right. Right. Uh, and she kind of, you know, made a little joke about it. But, you know, I'm I'm really, I'm, I'm just happy for her. I got to see her, like, back to back. So yeah. it was really good yeah. seeing her. I, I was so shocked she didn't win anything for Benjamin Button. Yes. Because that role I, was uh, so amazing. I, that was the first thing I said. I said, wow. I wow. said, you know, Benjamin Button definitely would have had me betting all my money. Yeah. But, you know, she won. So, she won. You know, I guess it, 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 all that matters at the end is that she won. Yeah. Yes. But, you yes. know, Hollywood, uh, I need better. you to, yeah, I need y'all to really tune mm-hmm. in to when it's really like some heart and soul behind the character. And, you know, it's really a challenging role yeah. for people and they pull it off so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you kind of miss that every time. I think that's what's wrong with Will Smith. Why he don't have an Oscar? He got to be a crackhead. He head. need to play a dope addict. <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. He that do. He really do. He need to be a hustler or something. Then he roll up on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> his kung fu. Right. That is awesome. Well, speaking of rolling up on it, Denzel and his family, yeah. <laughs> he was uh, uh, mm. given the uh, Cecil B. DeMille uh, Lifetime mm-hmm. Achievement Award. And he went up on stage with his family and three Absolutely. kids, which was a wonderful yes. moment for us. However, I was a little baffled that <laughs> did he prepare a speech? Nah, that was a real family moment. That was a real family moment. <laughs> Everybody come on stage with us. We don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. But we out here. And you know, you figured no out. It was beautiful. Then the wife called left and was like, baby, don't forget. And then yeah. he was like, you read it. She was like, right. I ain't got my glasses. That was a, let me tell you something. I thank God for that. That was so such a great moment for black families. It's what it, Denzel Washington. Yeah. Right? You think he's going to get up there? And I would like to think it. 
But he brought the squad up there. Yeah. They yeah. didn't know what was going on. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. so beautiful. It was nice. <laughs> I love it that. was nice. I love that. Yes. Well, we loved it. According to LaShawn. Oh, yeah. We were entertained yeah. by yeah. Denzel. I guess because you're such a powerful actor, we just was waiting for you to drop that knowledge. He and did. so well, I mean it was a, a different bit. light. You know, I'm not bashing it, but it definitely yeah. we I think caught America off guard. Like well, yeah. well yeah. you don't have your speech. Just the Sometimes it's yeah. good it's good to see that he was human. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And Absolutely. The, the whole experience was overwhelming to say the least. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it was still something appreciated. He was excited. He was so you know, he got a little frazzled. That was a Real, real moment. Yeah. With, you know what I mean? It's I, true because he did dope. say in the beginning. I see why people right. yeah, forget yeah, what to say. Right. You know, right. Right. Yeah. It's right. true. Dope. Dope. Well, you know, the, this is going to keep rolling a little bit more. But um, the president, yes, yes. I mean, was that not uh, amazing? His last yes. end of the union address, and you know, he got been, at a lot of people. He did. He did. He, did. You know, I was he a popped his collar a few times. Yeah, too. yeah. You know, <laughs> he was like, "Listen here, I'm a chin check y'all real quick before I get up." out of here but you know it's one thing that's really upsetting is the fact that no one who should acknowledge that the White House and the world was yeah. a mess when he stepped in there. Yep. They want to give his case to this man, but numbers yep. don't lie. They and don't he lie. has definitely mm-hmm. changed everything around the yes. economy, the jobs, the insurance situation <laughs> yep. around for so many. Healthcare. So, absolutely. absolutely. The numbers absolutely. change drastically. Yeah. And so. what other countries think of America now. Right. Right? right. We, we have so many more allies now. Right. Mm-hmm. right? right. We got mm-hmm. less reason to worry about bombs dropping over here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why folks get rich off their oil. Hello. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying no names, <laughs> but you know. Halliburton. Uh, yes. And of, <laughs> and of course, our first lady, I just have to finish up with this, looked amazing. Uh, amazing. amazing. Look at that dress. Yes. Yeah. That dress sold out in a matter of minutes wow. uh, on NeimanMarcus.com. Wow. Yeah. So. And that, that was her time to say, listen, man, we out here. All other ones, I did the a politically correct thing, but I'm out here. These arms got to be swinging. <laughs> we out here. This, this is what it is. <laughs> She looked amazing. But look, eight years later, and look at her arms. They still look as good as they looked that first year. She don't let that hate get to her. She's like, I'm going to keep waving to y'all haters. That's my my exercise for these arms. I'm going to keep waving. So true. So true. (laughs) Well, that's all I have for just heard this week. Mm, well, mm, it was mm, funny. Did you <clears throat> did you guys see as Obama was talking? You know, all of this other stuff started popping up. Of course, oh. memes about <laughs> how people be showing out. So at one point, Bernie Sanders went to pull out <laughs> something from his jacket pocket. So, so social media is like, what is Bernie doing? He got a menu in there, <laughs> and then somebody else and he checking his Powerball no. numbers. Just you know, clowning, hilarious, absolutely clowning. I actually miss seeing that part of it, but I saw it on social media yeah. afterwards. I'm like, they will get you. They get you, boy. You better make sure you, you, you ready for camera yeah. every time. <laughs> but you know, I'm always in red. Whose job is it to create all the memes? I don't know. I think Do you think a, they work for Instagram? No. I think, or, I think Google has a meme department. <laughs> they go. Because like, it be hard. Oh, yeah. They go. And the minute something drops, yeah. they on it. They, they on be it. on it. They, I'm you, like, whose job is this? You want to have the meme that goes. You know what I mean? So people got the apps. They create their own joint. Soon as something happened, they create their joint. They want it to go. They want it to spread out in the entire internet. And it's they incredible. Out of control. Hilarious. Incredible. Right? Hilarious. 
Well, guys, we are rolling right up on Martin Luther King's holiday to yes. celebrate his birth. And so tonight's show, I thought it would be appropriate, since we are celebrating Dr. King's birth, his life, and his legacy on Monday, that we talk a little bit about the kings that we have today. We talk a little bit about the black men in all of our lives. And jumping into our show, I want to start with something a little bit more serious, which <laughs> is, you know, black men really are an endangered species. So if you see this little young man sitting on the on the stoop up there, you can see that how the picture is like fading. Wow. And that is kind of our reality wow, as wow, uh, wow. in America. So New York Times uh, did a recent article called Black Men Are Missing. Mm. And they started looking at the state and the tragic spiraling of black men in American society. And they say it has reached epic proportions. Wow. And the National Paper of Record is discussing the disappearance of the black man from civil society. Mm. Now, it also states from another story from the New York Times back in April, they found that 1.5 black men were missing from everyday life, either because they have been incarcerated or they have just simply died early. Wow. Been killed and leaving communities and children and families devastated. You know, and with the stigma and the shame that we carry about what is happening to our men. So, and let's look a little bit at the numbers. So it says for every 100 black women, the ages between the ages of 25 and 54, there's only 83 black men, Mm. her counterpart. Now, if you look to Ferguson, Missouri, Mm. that number drops to 60. Jesus. And that's real. And what's even more scary, I always say, thank God for Steve Jobs, right? Because now we all can cap can capture right. all this brutality that's happening. Oh, and so now everybody sees it. Absolutely. But just think about when we watch the news tonight, right? Say another little black boy is killed mm-hmm. by police. Mm-hmm. Somehow it just don't have the same sting that it had a couple of years ago. Right. right. It's just become more commonplace right. for it's us common to well. see it. It's right. just a part of everyday right. life. Right. So I want to talk about it a little more. So, April, as women, do you think that we are doing our part to uplift black men to, you know, to build them up? in a world that's co- that constantly says that they are simply not good enough? And I ain't talking about LaShawn or Omar or Jet. <laughs> answer would be no (laughs) i mean i guess outside of you know your immediate family no we're not no no we're not it's definitely a a a void that needs to be filled Mm -hmm. um you know and at the end of the day there's so many people saying you aren't you won't you can't can't. Mm -hmm. that it definitely will you know take over the average man's mind, and yeah. you know that's what the re- the, the results will be. Mm-hmm. Not can't, won't, and then you you have that statistic. Yeah. So it's it's very unfortunate, you know. Um, I I don't know what can be done mm-hmm. to you know change that you know over a period of time, but something needs to be done, mm-hmm. you know. So when we think about what the black family <clears throat> looks like. Um, unfortunately, there are lots of single mothers, so mm-hmm. there's lots of fatherless mm-hmm. homes. So be- because of that, Sean, let me ask you, mm-hmm. because there is, you know, an imbalance of the number of black women and the number of black men in society, do you feel like black women should have a disproportionate responsibility to do more? Absolutely. But the problem is we're not dealing with a lot of black women. Mm. We're dealing so? in description, right? Mm-hmm. A woman... And my description is somebody who can nurture. 
somebody who can bring up a situation, somebody who can dictate a situation mm -hmm. and control it and just bring it all together, not in a controlling type of way. Um, we don't have very many black women. We have a lot of black uh, thoughts. We have a lot of black wow. uh, chicks that's out to get to the next or get to what they want. So what happens is when you're dealing with um, anything other than women, you're dealing with somebody who doesn't see the potential in a man. Wow. You know what I mean? You, you're dealing with a woman that can only see a man that can provide, which every man should be able to provide. Right. But what's wrong with growing together? Wow. You know what I mean? Right. What's wrong with building a family? Right. And a lot of women don't take that standpoint. As they grow now, as as the younger generation of women or females are now, they need somebody driving a such and such. He got to have yep. this and that and that and the third. So, you know, the, the, the nurturing part is just not there to see uh, possibility, to yes. see something in a man and say, hey, I want to let's grow together. Let's That's grow. so true. It's you, so you, true. But, you know, when you think of this concept of that, there's so many single black women. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's mm -hmm. single black women and there's single black mothers mm -hmm. is what they are. Mm -hmm. And so these single black <clears throat> women as single mothers are raising these Men mm. that grow up and shun responsibility and everything else. So as single black mothers, we have to take that responsibility, that Absolutely. part of it is our Absolutely. responsibility. But how much can a single mother really do? Can a single mother teach a man, can teach a young boy how to be a man? No. I think uh, as it goes now, the resources uh, provided yeah. to a single black mother who wants to show her son something different, mm -hmm. they can get to that point 80%. You know what I mean? Nothing yeah. beats a physical interaction from a boy to a man. You know what I mean? At all. Nothing beats that. But a thriving mother, a mother that can uh, 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 give references and, mm -hmm. and, and, and kind of dictate things in a home right. can give somewhat of a, of a, of a gleam of hope. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Now that's, that's a really interesting point because I think in a lot of instances, black women kind of don't know what to do, yeah. right? We don't know what to do, but you mentioned, yeah. we, we, we talk <clears throat> about dads a little bit. So I want to talk about the power of the dad, because oh, yeah. I think in, in some instances that there are great black men that have done amazing Absolutely. jobs at raising sons and daughters Absolutely. for that, for that matter. So, you know, from the time a little black boy is born, he is faced with challenges that other races and other genders never experience. Mm. Right? So he's, he's automatically marked as um, a thug mm. or, you know, lazy or a threat to society. I mean, Sean, even your style is casual. Mm -hmm. In the mm -hmm. wrong neighborhood, oh, yeah. at the wrong time of oh, day, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. you could literally be in oh, danger. Yeah. You know, So in order to deal with these challenges, we all know, and you just <clears throat> said it, that black men have to be in the lives of other black men. So I want to take a little a look at a few uh, amazing black men that mm. I know of. Wonderful. Uh, a great picture, Sean, of you and the late Bishop Daniels. Oh, yeah. From My your father. wedding day. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember that toast that he was that's giving. Crazy. I remember it. He was so, so serious. I was like, oh, Lord. Yeah, the bishop is talking. Let me be quiet. But I'm going to tell you something. That toast changed my life. Because really? even then, I didn't understand. I didn't understand what he was saying. Yeah. And, and at that point, it was like a lot of, we thought to be rambling. But right. the, the one of the main things he says is love keeps no account. Wow. You know what I mean? I wow, just you a, remember a, that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. And we didn't know what that, we didn't know what it was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as we grew and as time went by, yeah. those things, my father used to say to me, listen, man, I ain't 60-something years old for nothing. 
You know what I mean? That right. means he's been here. He experienced a lot of things. Right. And a lot of things that me and my brother was talking when he was here over the holidays. A lot of those things is just dawn on us now. Like, oh, snap. That's what he was talking about. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my pops put it down. Yeah. That's a great photo. I'm so glad photo. you got it. April, it looks like it's in the frame. It is. It's is it in frame? <laughs> yeah. I love it. And now, here's another one of my favorites. <clears throat> this is Damon's late father, <clears throat> Mr. Robert Lee Haley. Ooh, I see it now. Oh. <laughs> now I see it. it. <laughs> Damon calls him the GOAT. Oh, the yeah. greatest of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But an amazing man. You know, Damon's father and my father are so similar wow. that it is crazy. It's crazy that I kind of wow. grew up and married a version of my own daddy. <laughs> wow. Right? But wow. so practical, just lots of wisdom, practical information, very frugal, <laughs> but just yeah. solid forces in the home. Right. You know, be. solid forces in the That's home. Be. So, um, how do we deal with this fatherless generation? April, if it wasn't. God forbid, God forbid, if it wasn't for Sean, Omar would have grown up in very different circumstances. He most definitely would have. I mean, I would like to think that, well, different in the aspect of the father figure. Yes. Um, you know, for Omar, for me, it was very important for him to have a father figure. And, you know, unfortunately, his father wasn't the father I thought he would be. And so in, you know, moving forward, like Sean says, you know, you try to provide everything for your son and not on a material level, but just so that he's okay mentally, emotionally, you know, so that he can, you know, thrive in the world. But the truth of the matter is as good of a mother as I believe I was, Mm -hmm. I could never make him the man that he is today without my husband. Yeah. You know, and a lot of women think it's it's a diss, but it's not. You know, men need men. Women need women. Yes. And at the end of the day, you know, you could teach your son all of these great things and they can actually turn out to be great kids Mm -hmm. and, and wonderful men. But what I'm learning now is that because that relationship with his father wasn't what it was supposed to be. Yeah. He's still affected to this day, even through all his greatness. Of course he is. So, you know, it's it's very important that. One, if you know that you are in a single parent home, you you don't don't ignore it. Right. Find other outlets that give some type of balance mm-hmm. so that if it's the uncle, mm-hmm. if it's your brother, whoever it is, but they need that that man. They need that bond. They need mm-hmm. that that man to be able to tell them the first because I can sit and have all the first conversations with Omar, but it doesn't resonate like the voice of a man. Right. And, you know, fortunately, my husband was present for most of his first. But, you know, to this day, I can tell what has affected him and and what has damaged him. Yeah. But, you know, Sean is such a great testament to the fact that you don't have to be a biological father to have an impact in the life of another young Mm -hmm. black boy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The, The point is we have to be present. Present. We have to be present. Absolutely. We have to be present. That so I know we're talking about black men and their fathers, but I just thought we should just look at our daddies <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> now, this little bundle of cuteness uh. here, <laughs> who might that be? That's me. That's me. That's me and my daddy and my mommy. Mm. So cute. So cute. And, of course, you know, I got to throw up one of Big Rich. Because yes. this was my rock right here. Oh, yeah. yes. This was my rock. I'm telling you, every everything about me started with the foundation with wow. him. Beautiful. Everything about me. 
And he's still teaching me today. That's beautiful. That's still, I was there this weekend, and he was like, now, let me tell you about <laughs> this. Right. Have a That's seat. Right. Have a seat. That's let me right. talk to you about this. That's right. Uh, and let me tell you how to deal with Ryan. That's and I said, right. Lord, get a That's cocktail. Right. Let's That's talk right. about it. And he dropping jewels. Yes, yes. yes. Not, whoop, yes, I love he it. is. Yeah. All right, so let's move on and, and get a little lighter in our okay. conversation. Mm-hmm. We know uh, Globin Globes <laughs> were this weekend, and there was lots of fashion yes. all over the red carpet. Yes. Some we were drooling over, and some not so much. So, Talk a little bit about where again we're gonna play a game. Baby, you don't have to play this game. Right. Thank <laughs> you. Like, what is the world? We about to change the world. Did we talk about fashion? So this game is called Where Again, Try Again. All right. Okay. All right. So we're gonna throw up a shot of, uh, of our favorites and okay. do we do we think the star should wear it again or try it again? Okay. All right. Okay. So this is one of my photos. This is Jennifer Lopez wearing Jean Patista Valley. Mm. Listen, mm. I don't know what you just said, but mm. I think America thought she was amazing on this evening. Uh, amazing. <laughs> but check out that arch on her foot. I though. was just looking at that. Like, <laughs> like yo, that's crazy. That's a, dancer's that's a little crazy. Arch. Like, that's above the height yeah. of the five inch heel. That's the dancer's foot. Come on, come through, J Lo. Yeah, she wow. like, just in case I gotta yeah. do a kickball chain, yeah. let me be prepared. <laughs> wow. And then my next pick was Brie Larson, who's wearing um custom Calvin Klein. Ooh, that's nice. Isn't that cute with those cutouts? Yeah. What do you think, April? Wear again, I, try again. No, I definitely will wear it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, My you know, husband over here like, don't you ask me about where it gets right. At first, I was a little bothered <clears throat> by her not really having a waist, but then I was like, okay, she's just a skinny girl. Yeah, right. but you know why it doesn't bother me much? Because it's nude. Yeah, I think if it was a color, it would kind of be like, right, eh, right, not really. She she got a waist. It's just her breast is too low. Oh, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> too low. So it's taken away from right. that. Right. She just loses that. All right. 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 Like she needs a little support. <laughs> you know All right. And the next one is Angela Bassett. Yes. Now, let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. I was a little sick. I was under the influence. <laughs> so we, I know it's wear again. But I didn't really like the dress, but I thought she looked amazing. <laughs> Oh, I'm so backwards. April be at home. Drinking watermelon and not paying attention. (laughs) No, but listen, I thought she looked amazing so much to the point that I didn't even really pay attention to her dress. I I was so like, oh my God, baby, what's now? All I kept saying was, do you see Angela? Do you see Angela? She looks incredible. I I think the color dealt her complexion and everything. I don't like the hemline. I don't. Yeah, like what's happening with the bottom of the dress? Okay, but I'll give you that. Where again? How old is she again? What is she? Uh, she got to be at least 50. Incredible. 50. Yeah, no, she looks incredible. Know, incredible. Like that. But she let me incredible. tell you something. If she can cut that thing a little shorter, it'd be all right. It'd she be all right. right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, so let's jump in to try again. Yes, try again. Mm. So, oh, Black Twitter's going to get me. Zendaya. I, I don't even know fan. who this designer Marquesa. is. Marquesa. Oh, Lord. Sorry, Marquesa. But I just felt like it aged her beyond her Yes. Years. And she's such a beautiful young lady that I just wanted her to be like the belle of the ball. Yeah. And I felt like it kind of, you know, it kind of downplayed her and stuck her in the corner a little bit and didn't make her pop like she usually does. So for me, I definitely would not try again. All right. Got it. And next we have Juliana Rancic, who is wearing Alex Perry. Now, what in the world is happening with them sleeves? Are they extra trains? 
It's a lot that's bothering me. It's a wizard sleeve. That's the new fashion taking the, over. The wizard now. sleeve? It oh, yeah. looks like an LSO original. Do oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <She forgets> you. <laughs> and the triangular cutouts. Uh-uh. I, I don't want to see that on her. I don't. She too, yeah. She's already incredibly Petite. thin. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. want to see her skin. I just want to see her. And she want to say something about Zendaya. Yeah. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. We don't rock with her anyway. We don't rock with you. All right. <laughs> Next up, Kate Hudson is wearing custom Michael Kors. Mm. I'm not feeling it at all. Yeah, I'm not excited. I'm not feeling it. And what I believe is that a lot of times women that are very thin, right, they think that they can wear these these midriff showing shirts. But, Sean, let's talk a little bit about gravity. <laughs> As you age, the skin starts to, you know, fall yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you got to keep them things You know, so just because just you're skinny... I don't think (laughs) just because you're skinny, I don't think you should necessarily wear. Yeah, you know, a lot of girls who think they're slim, they think I'm thick, but you know, um, gravity is gravity. We can't beat it. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. sometimes if you're slim and you like to show your body, you should make sure you're toned. Hello, toning is important. No, I mean, it's just, that's just, like, that's a fact. Mm. Like, yeah. All right, Sean, we're going to stop boring you with the <laughs> fashions from the Golden Globes. We have to touch on it because, you know, it's the girly thing. It is do. what it is. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, you ready for this next segment, Sean? <laughs> I, I we need your knowledge yeah. on it, all right? What's the, what's, uh, okay. Next segment is the importance <laughs> of the black man and the power of the D. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change the whole segment to power of the B, which is the Bible. My <laughs> God. Okay, we gonna hold up this thing <laughs> up in here. B was last year. <laughs> Between you and April, <laughs> we gonna have an offer play at the show. <laughs> They call me TV Jake, so they're on set, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the power of the D. Oh, my God. Yes. Y'all to be shamed. It's a powerful thing if you let it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let me tell y'all about an article I found in NewYorkMag.com, and it talks about when a penis is too good to break up with. Ooh, so Lord. on occasion, the universe will grant you a penis or a sexual encounter that is so mind-melting you simply cannot envision life <laughs> It turns out there's a phrase for this experience. One immortalized in a catchy song. Oh my God. It's called D2B, which stands for Dick Two Bomb. Woo! It originates from Problems, 2012 album, Welcome to Mollywood. Shout to Problems, my guy. (laughs) So the song refers to a penis that is so large, so magnificent, and capable of pleasing you sexually that it blows your decision making capabilities. Look at God. Look at God. That's not God at all. No. Please don't look at God. Because that's not what. Thank the Lord. So, all right. But the term playfully objectifies male genitals. Absolutely. And And it separates you from the man itself, right? Yes. <laughs> you know? So, but but we cannot deny that some people do lose their minds. Absolutely. Over sex or over something. You got one right here. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got rid of a sense. <laughs> now, April, we know before you found Prince Charming, you kissed a few frogs. Oh, God. All right? Remind me. Is, is a penis being so good reason enough to not break up with somebody? 
No, that's just ridiculous. That's crazy. And I've never been in that situation where I'm like, they're being a, just, just, I'm, she in it right now, no, though. No. Yes. You ain't going nowhere, I, though. I, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, is, Sean, do you think that feeling, that, that feeling of euphoria, right, do you think that is the same thing that makes women get into fights over men? Are we going to get into this? Because if we're going to get into it, we're we going to get into it. I just need to understand. We That's why right, we needed a man it, on the panel here tonight. Here is the problem. Okay. Right? It perpetuates the problem. Like, here is the problem. Right? We just talked about a segment about, you know, men, boys growing up without fathers. Yes. And all this type of stuff. The problem is the D. Right? Okay. Because my wife gets upset sometimes when I use this concept. Women are emotional. Yes. They, they, they are built off of sheer emotion. Mm-hmm. Now, if you come across some sex that you enjoy that much, where yes. it causes you to take a lesser standard of life <laughs> and treatment as a woman, yes, you're perpetuating a problem. You are the problem. Oh, so it's the woman's fault. I'm gonna say this, this to you. To the people oh, coming for you, right. you are the problem. Saying. If you take down, yes, on a simple good morning to uh, what's up, B. Just because the D is good, yes. if you take down to how you're supposed to be treated in public, just because the D is good, yes. if you take uh, off of uh, uh, getting taken care of in the way you should be, yes. just because the D is good, you're the problem. But you know, there have been so many studies that says a good orgasm, mm-hmm. is, is in, it, it, it surrenders you in a state of euphoria, that is higher than the highest drug you could ever take. I agree. Right? Yeah. So, I agree. <laughs> so women, so think about women that have broken lives mm-hmm. for many reasons, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they have that experience of that euphoric mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Is it is it true to say it could be like an addiction? It absolutely is an and addiction. And they need Jesus is what a- they a- they a- need a- help. Absolutely is addiction. <laughs> if you remember what I said before, it's not uh many women. A woman can take something that is self-pleasurable, like that 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 pleases her so much, but then put that on a scale to where uh, it's not the number one priority. Mm-hmm. A woman won't be affected by something that feels so good and the higher than the biggest drug in the world. That doesn't come before her family. Ah. That's a woman. That's mm. a woman. Now, a, a chick, a thought. Right. You know what I mean? The kids is outside playing. <laughs> In the, in, you know what I'm saying? In the, in the drain. Yeah. Right. And she in there like, oh, my God. You it's said they in the drain. They, they, they in the drain. The kids is out there picking up old uh, 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 drug needles playing darts. Because your mama is addicted to the D. Oh, my goodness. It's ridiculous. All right. So, April, do you think that this, this notion of the power of the D, do you think it is myth or factual? It's definitely factual. I've seen women... Go cuckoo Absolutely. over some niggling. Yeah. Okay. Like, for real, I'm like, okay, but wait a minute. Like, mm. what is it? Like, made out of rubies and, <laughs> and gold? Like, I don't mm. get it. And then the crazy thing about it is the guy is like, yeah. oh, my God. It's a movie called Casino. <laughs> you ever seen that movie? Yes. Robert De Niro, the biggest yes. boss who yep. created the Las Vegas <laughs> he created Las Casino. Vegas. Yes. Period. Yes. Right? He comes up on Ginger. Ginger is the savviest hustling chick yes. out here in these streets. He finds out she has a vice. The vice name is Lester Diamond. 
When you when they first show Lester you Diamond, you like yeah, ginger. Yeah. You and Lester, what's yeah, going to you? I have seen some gingers and Lester, right? Okay? And it's like okay, but I don't understand. It's connected to him, though. Right. That should be enough for you right. to get your consciousness and say mm. I'm dripping, right? But it's not okay. So now, what can women do? Since y'all think it's women's fault, well, Sean thinks it's Become women's nuns. fault. We come on, we do it. What can women do to, to maintain nuns. the proper perspective? Listen. In a, relationships. A woman, right, and I, this is going to be crazy. This is going to be, are we into it? Let's get it. <laughs> if your situation is not conducive, if your situation is not what it needs to be. Yes. Right? And you know you've fallen just because some good D. Yeah. And you know you've fallen, right? Okay. You got to figure out how to do it yourself. Oh, now that might help some people. You have to figure out how to do. It. I don't want to deprive you of your euphoric uh, <laughs> right, being. Right. I don't want to deprive you of that, but you have to figure out to do it how to do it yourself if it's affecting your life. <laughs> if your life is being affected, yes. and it's just pulling out down the very value of living because of this dude. You got to figure out how to do it yourself. It's enough sex toys. But it's then the problem that, that that's going to create is then when she do finally meet the guy that's, you know, the one, she's going to be like, no, I'm good. Just That's watch. not true. Now, see, when we talk about a woman, that's what we talking that's about. Right, we right. talk about a woman. Now, a woman, even in that sense, I'm right, like, when, she, when she yeah. finds that guy, she's going to say, daddy, I like it like this. <laughs> This is, okay. this is this is all right. You just you saying a little too much. <laughs> you a little too that sounds like a familiar I'm line at the Daniels. <laughs> no, no, no. I said, I said, mommy, move it over like this. <laughs> you ain't coming back here no more. No, no, no. Sean. Sure. I need you more. I'm the April ain't never been this quiet. He, he ain't say I can share with y'all our secrets, son. Nah, we talking facts right now. Okay. We talking about how the deal is destroying lives in these streets. <laughs> that it is. It's more lethal than drugs. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, all right. But so now, so many women will walk away from a situation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then they will allow a man to come back for like tune-ups. Is that acceptable? No. Well, every car need a tune-up. You can <laughs> what I'm saying. Sean... <laughs> But that is the problem. That is the problem. Like, you know I'm a woman, but get your butt in here. <laughs> that is terrible. And then Although I wouldn't mind tuning up, but we talking we talking about what's right and what's wrong. Yes, that's all right. You know what I'm saying? Let's get no. focused. No. no. You can't. Because you're, no. you're a part of the problem. But, but see, Sean, I'm all about women feeling, you know, empowered mm-hmm. and strong mm-hmm. and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And there is some, there is a victory lap that can be taken once you kind of call him over and you done with him and like, all right, son, let the dough hit you when you leave. That's, Never. that's I, I, like two can you. play that game. Yeah. See, all you do is transfer an energy. Period. Because even when you do that, it still is the dingling that had you going back Period. crazy. So Period. even if you like, yeah, I got because him back. Because listen, I don't care. You can physically do that. Yes. You can physically call him over, and when you guys are done, you can physically say, he know. <laughs> <laughs> he know where, where yeah, you done. Okay. Okay. I, I'll go, I see you next stuff. week. Same right. time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going down again, and then if you're hooked. 
your fish right. on a hook. Oh, and yeah. it's no problem. So he's going to go. It's not going to stop him from yes. doing what he's doing. No, at all. He out at in all. these streets, and at you all. become, oh, my God, all women should stay away from this. But you become <laughs> old faithful. Oh, <laughs> that means if your day is going, it's like, man, old girl ain't calling me back. Bye, bye, bye. It's 12, it's 12 o'clock. Ugh. Old Faithful, let me hit up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then you out in these streets. That's how it goes down. All right, that's you true. Because then once they know they got you, they got you. They they got you. you ain't, he ain't nah. even thinking about you. You just like Sean said. Toes popping like uh. red and popping. He welcome anytime. <laughs> anytime. Okay, but what it. about homie lover friends? Sometimes those can be real acceptable when you got an understanding. Can't. I'm talking about a single woman. Yeah, needs. Not one woman. We so it, emotional. Right. It will never ever <laughs> exist. It will. You can you can call it homie, lover, friend, all all that type of stuff. But the fact of the matter is, you letting this dude smash, right? Right. You letting this dude smash. There's an emotional connection, right? Yeah. Because if he came in front of you, or you at the mall. And you see him with some other joint, and he acknowledged you. He don't run away from you. Yeah. He's like, oh, hey, Keisha, what's up? And you're looking at the other girl like, you feeling some kind of way. I'm saying don't do it to yourself. Yeah. Don't do it to yourself. It's not even worth it. So the only advice you got for women is to find another way? My <laughs> advice for women is prioritize. Listen, God, okay. my God, y'all knew we was going here. <laughs> the problem, of, the, his, his, here's my advice. The Lord will not allow you to seek him and do everything that you need to do for him and allow the rest of your life to suffer. It just doesn't. Yes. It doesn't work that way. Yes. So if you're doing everything you have to do to prioritize and put everything in perspective and your prayers are, Lord, send me a man. I need a man. I need I, I need a man in my life. Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do and he will open up the door. Now you got to put your crazy stuff away, too. Like it's, it comes in full circle. You got to leave half of that stuff alone. Mm-hmm. The Lord will send you somebody. Marriage is blessed. Yes, it's a blessed thing. Like I'm just saying, don't put yourself in compromising situations to where you're praying this prayer, but then you're doing other things and you're putting yourself back. You're praying the prayer, but mm-hmm. you ain't answering the prayer. You can't answer the prayer. Can't you answer the prayer because okay. it wasn't until I actually said, "All right, you know what? Let me get serious about this thing." Because if I get another frog, I'm gonna die. I'm telling you. And he sent me Sean. Well, we we know that she lost her mind. <laughs> Sean, let me just tell you how it went down. Going, I had an appointment to get my hair <laughs> done. Shut up, boo. <laughs> I had an appointment to get my hair done, Sean. Uh-huh. I showed up at this woman's house. I was with you. Yeah. Alpha <laughs> Topanga. Oh my God. I showed up at her house to get my hair done and she didn't answer the door and I called and I'm like, hey, hey, what's up? You you hooking me up today? So unprofessional. And she said like this. She said, I ain't never coming listen, back. Click. The power say goodbye. <laughs> I was like, listen. I'll send you some money to get oh, your hair done somewhere else. That's terrible. That is terrible. Got her losing her mind. mind. Oh. ain't never coming back. Got her losing you. her daggone mind. You did. So we know <laughs> that she is under the spell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh. So before we 
wrap up today's show, we have a new segment that mm. we are introducing called the Fabulous Look of the Week. Because mm. last weekend, our very own April and LaShawn mm. went to Celebration of Gospel. Oh, yeah. And I swear they were the best dressed couple really? of the night. Thank you. Really? You had to be. And that's coming oh, from Diane Valentine. That had to be. So, wow. April, tell us what you guys were wearing. Oh, my gosh. What is that man's name? Zod of <laughs> you know I'm so not Lord, a label girl. Lord. I'm so sorry. But the uh, necklace in the purse was um, Aunt Funky's Closet. Mm-hmm. Um, she does one-of-a-kind pieces. She's based out of Inglewood, and she's amazing. The shoes were Gucci. Um, Kaya on the, on the hair. Uh, Amanda makeup on the, on the beat. And uh, Holly Larry on the styling. He styled you. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Um, it was it was really a fun night. Like I don't think I've had that much fun on a red carpet. Ever. Yeah, it mm. was really a good time. That's because Daddy was with you. That's why. Sean, what <laughs> were you wearing? Who were you wearing? Uh, the homie uh, Holly Larry. Uh, we we uh, made this jacket for me. You know. Oh. Um, you know, I got the wax oh, uh, denim joggers with the button up. With the uh, reflective fours, you know, we out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Iceberg slam round about the chest neck. We out here. <laughs> what? And we just do it. He go from the pulpit to you the hood real quick. <laughs> Zero to 100. That's what it is. So, but what I, I think I love the most about <clears throat> this look is that you you guys, Sean, you are casual. You are truly in your comfort zone. And April, you are still rocked out, edgy. <laughs> thank you. You know, I love it. I love it. So yeah, Thank fun. you. Well, you know. The Saints was a little disappointed. They said that yeah. I shouldn't have been showing my shoulders. That's Jesus right. wouldn't have been happy. I agree with that. What? I agree yes. with that. <laughs> and then somebody said, well, Jesus gave her her shoulders. So you look good, April. You wear That's so crazy. It's the oh, dumbest yeah. thing Oh, ever. man. So, church like, people you make know, you not want to go to church. They do. That's Y'all terrible. need to stop being so judgmental. They really, really do. They really <laughs> do. We had a ball. Uh, you guys looked amazing. Yeah. Amazing. You. Can't wait Thank to see you. it. When does it come on? Celebration of Gospel. Right? Yeah. January 31st yeah. on yeah. BET yeah. and in for a treat because Big Shiz is performing. Yeah. Stage out here low. I do it. I don't do it too much, but when I do it, it's done. Oh yeah. And you are performing with Erica, Erica right? Campbell. Erica Campbell. Absolutely, it was great. And I heard you had a special guest yeah, too. Yeah, Yazzie, Yazzie the Great out here, Empire, the homie. Um, you know, we just put it together and did what we do. You know what I mean? It was beautiful. Wow. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to <laughs> see it. Was, it. it was, we had a fun time. <laughs> yeah, was, so you guys, time. be sure you tune in. So, April, before we wrap things up, you got to give our viewers, even though April was so quiet today, do y'all believe it? She ain't <laughs> never at a loss of I words. I letting our handsome guests mm-hmm. speak. <laughs> never <laughs> at a loss of words. But give our viewers one little piece of advice Ooh. about the power of the D. My God. Hello. And or about King's Day okay. and tell them how they can keep up with you. Yes. All right, ladies, listen. You know, I know the D be good. I know it be good because mine is good. But at the end of the day, you cannot allow it to take over your entire life to where you make poor decisions, to where you neglect yourself, your family, and everything that's of importance and priority. You have to do better. I know all women don't do it, but, you know, there's a large population who have pretty much just said goodbye to self-respect and and priorities for penis, and it's not worth it, you know? And, And the flip side of that is, you know, how can we do better with our black men if we're allowing our black men to disrespect us in such a way? It starts with us 
showing them a difference and, and being the support they need and being the woman that Sean spoke of in their lives to, to you know, uplift and to really give them what they need, that push to, to be amazing, to go beyond the limits that society likes to put on them. So at the end of the day, you know, just put things into a better perspective and really be of help, not of hurt, because some of the decisions that we make by letting men get away with certain things is not helping anyone in the matter. Mm. You can keep up with me at I am April Daniels across all social media platforms. All right, Sean. Yes, Give our viewers at home one last word, either about King's Day or the power of the D, and tell them how they can keep up with you. Um, King's Day is, you know, something to be reflected on. You know what I mean? We we come a long way, but we still got super far to go. You know what I mean? Um, and the power of the D, let's just change that, you know, while we end to power of the G. You know, put God first. We out here. I promise you, you are so worth the wait. You are so worth the right thing. You know what I mean? It's really you. Um, you know, and that's it. You know, me, I'm Big Shiz, B-I-G-S-H-I-Z. You know what I mean? At Big Shiz on all platforms, Twitter, uh, Instagram. I think we got a Facebook page, but, you know, Instagram. I'm on that gram, cuz. Put it on me. You know what I mean? I'm out here. <laughs> and I, uh, I do the Snapchat, too, so find me. We out here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, ladies at home, I have to say that when I think about black men and those words, an endangered species, it truly, truly just breaks my heart. And the only way that things can start to change is that we have to take greater responsibility. We have to look outside of me, my husband, our two kids, us four, and no more. Mm. There is a whole generation of black men out there that need us, that need love, that need attention, <coughs> that maybe just need a kind word from you. Whatever you're doing, you are not too busy. So you remember, before anything else, that you are your brother's keeper. Mm. You can keep up with me across all social media platforms, at Diane Valentine. Thank you for watching. God bless you. We'll see you next Friday. Good night. Bye. Cheers. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.